Hello, everybody. This is your old friend, Alistair Bjorn. Welcome to Masterpiece Hate. <laughs> Where we discuss all the first world things we hate, minus religion and politics. Yes, oh, and we are joined today by uh, a special guest star, Carla from Burnt Corn. Alabama. Where she is the um, uh, bishop, uh, archbishop of the local Dairy Queen and the uh, uh, grand jury, uh, head of the grand jury at the local. Uh, help us out, Carla. Uh, uh, I, I think that I probably quit my job at the Dairy Queen because I hate people. Ah, part of the great resignation, are you? I see. Indeed, I hear there's a lot of that going around, so. <laughs> all those free blizzards you were sending me via FedEx. I, of course, <laughs> am joining you in Columbia. And we're also joined by uh, our engineer, sound engineer, Polly from Bali. Up top of the morning. Top of the, top of the morning to you. Get out to the garden and close the gates. Take the fucking leprechaun off there and bring us Polly, please. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to yet another. <laughs> that is so much better. Yes. Clearly, Polly from Bali is joining us from, in fact, Bali today, where he is uh, playing around with his kitchenette and he's wearing a wok on his head. <laughs> what What do you call that? Racist. Is that what you, is that what you, use, that what you use to walk the dog? No, I have a I have a cast iron pan for that. And speaking of dogs, we might get a uh, puppy a puppy cameo appearance later from uh, Carla. Who is I hope puppy. not, because right now the little Velociraptor is sleeping. <laughs> because this is what he has done to my arms in the last couple of days. What did you adopt? Uh, Three-headed Severus? <laughs> half Basset Hound, half Velociraptor. Half Bastard, half Velociraptor. Okay, so uh, folks, this is the Hate Napkin, where we regale you with uh, first world items of hate minus religion and politics. It's, we've uh, taken a couple of weeks off, um, so this is kind of a bit of a fresh start, because instead of sporting the typical uh, bourbon, today I am sporting... Ocean Spray Cranberry Cone Sprite. And coffee. That and reminds garlic. me of our new sponsor, Ruby oh. Red Beer. When you, want, <laughs> when you want to quit drinking, but you can't because you're an alcoholic, Ruby Red. Yeah. I'm assuming that's like the equivalent of a Schlitz. <laughs> it's an 8,000 8, dong, so about 30 cents a beer. Yeah, I'll uh, tell yeah. you what. Some people that would just be thrilled to have eight thousand dong. But, that uh, is right, such so. a Pabst Blue Ribbon version. Oh, well, PB Army. That's right. Or how about a Hams? Oh yeah, Hams. Hams the Hams the beer refreshing. Hams the beer refreshing. Um. All right, folks. We're gonna get started here. Um. Let's start off with Carla reaching deep into the annals of the mailbag and seeing. What other folks out there have to say? What do they hate? Well, I got a letter this week that I was, I, I was initially hesitant to read 
because of the house rules of no politics and religion. Um, However, I hate um, censorship. <laughs> and uh, I thought that the writer couched it very well. So I'm just going to jump right in anyway. I won't comment on it afterward. I'm just going to read it. Well, it's a good thing you got two mansplainers over here. So. Thank God. Dear Hater Raiders. <laughs> better than masturbators, I guess. Um, thanks for the hate forum. Like we don't have enough of those. But I appreciate how yours is different. Look. I know the rules here, no politics, no religion, but I think some issues transcend politics when boiled down to the lowest common denominator. When we were kids, we had what were referred to as duck and cover drills, where we all crawled under our desk, put our heads between our knees and waited for the Ruskies to drop the big one, like it was going to do a fucking bit of good. Had it happened, I don't think doing any of that would have kept us from being either vaporized or burned to a crisp, but it got us out of reading Fun with Dick and Jane, so I didn't much care. For the first time in my life, I'm grateful I never had kids because these days kids undergo active shooter drills, which unlike the duck and cover drills, aren't a joke. They're traumatizing. They take away the innocence of a kid who should be able to go to school without worrying about some pissed off white dude with a weapon of war mowing their classmates down before their eyes and finally killing them. I was raised around guns. They were used for hunting. I had my own little 410 rabbit gun I got for my eighth birthday, and it never occurred to me to point it at another human being. I'm a white guy. I'm pissed off too, but not in the poor little lamb with mental issues kind of way. I'm pissed off because people have gotten so fucking mean and brainwashed. They think the answer to everything is more guns. I'm no brain surgeon or a deep thinker, but somehow I'm pretty sure they got that wrong. The other day, I went to the store to buy milk, and some white-haired old lady had a hog leg strapped to her thigh. She was holding herself with, up with a, wait for it, walker. Pretty sure when the shooting starts, she's not going to magically turn into Clint fucking Eastwood. I decided I didn't need any milk and got the fuck out of there. I used to make fun of people who had their groceries delivered. Now I'm one of them. Heaven forbid Irma Eastwood forgets to take her hormones and becomes a national news story. Look, kids deserve to just be kids. Kids deserve to go to school and just make friends and learn to be good citizens and learn social skills and the importance of washing their hands and learn reading, writing, and arithmetic. They should learn to find their passion, not wear bulletproof backpacks and be looking over their shoulders for men with guns. And sure, not asking their parents what picture they'll give the six o'clock news when the bad man finally kills them. I don't want to give my name because F-R-E-E-D-U-M-B, freedom. Thank you, freedom. Holy cow. Uh, <clears throat> I am not going to comment on that because I can't without getting red flagged, but I sure as hell wasn't going to not read it because... That's exactly why we're here. Well, I, I've, the one thing I wish he had done is I wish he had wait, waited to see what Irma Eastwood was up to, because my thought is she probably at some point would have just put the walker a couple of feet away from her and started talking to it. 
probably not. Walker. I mean, how do how do we make fun? <laughs> Puts a new spin on Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> Ooh, good one. I like that. I don't know. Okay. What can you say? I mean, my daughter the other day said, "Dad, I'm she's phased by nothing." This is a, this is a fourteen year old who watched The Shining and said, "Dad, I don't get what the big deal is." Um, she's like, "I'm honestly scared to go to school." Um, you know what, what? Can you how can you make fun of that? All right, I got something for the hate napkin. I don't think I've talked about this before, but if I have, it's worth repeating. I am so sick and tired of going into a store and being asked, "Would you like to make a donation at the end of my transaction?" Okay, number one, you're trying to you're trying to make me feel all I all I came in here to do was get some booze and some cigarette filters. <laughs> and you're trying to make me feel guilty that I'm not gonna give to St. Jude's or some sort of you know abused children or abused spouse um, organization. I'm sorry, I I am perfectly capable of making donations to the Arbor Day Foundation once a year so that I get those return address stickers. Don't need anybody's help with that. I don't need you to pressure me. If I'm in there to buy groceries, I don't need you to say, and would you like to donate $5 to the homeless? No, I don't. And I don't want to be, and I don't want the person behind me going, oh, he doesn't want to support the homeless. What kind of an asshole is he? What is he getting there? Bananas. People who buy bananas are assholes. I'm just sick and tired of it. it it's, and then the cashier looks at you with like, you know, you know, wet puppy eyes, like, would you like to donate to Children's Leukemia Network? Uh, round up to the nearest $10? No, I don't. And I want you to stop asking no. me. Yeah, hey, I would say, I, I would say, no, I'm against Children's Leukemia. Why would I want to give to Children's Leukemia? <laughs> That's sick. You know, I'll start to, I'm going to start that. Back. Actually, you know what I'm going to start saying to the cashier is, I don't know, would you? I'll Actually, match whatever your donation. Right. I'll match. I'll match yeah. That's what I'm going to start doing. I'll match whatever you give. I actually have an you amazing give me story about that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ron. Um, a couple of years ago, the office computer died. And I just dragged my laptop to work because it was easier to just tap into the cloud and use that and not worry about it because I didn't want to cost the company money. One day the boss comes in, sees me sitting on my laptop, knows that the computer is broken and starts screaming at me, wanting to know why I haven't just gone to Best Buy with a company card and gotten a new computer. And I said, well, okay. I mean, he got really pissed. So got in the car, drove to Best Buy, found the most expensive computer they had, (laughs) bought it. Bought the extra software, which was an additional charge. Bought the extended warranty. And at the end of the transaction, they said, would you like to donate to? And I looked at that company card and I said, why, yes. (laughs) Is this why Dairy Queen shares dropped suddenly? (laughs) But I will tell you, I'm still using that computer. It's the nicest one I've ever owned in my life. Oh my God. That's the best. Would you like to donate story ever? But I do, I do like coming out of here. Now I have a game plan for life. Next time I ask that, get asked that I'm going to look at the cashier and say, I'll match whatever you give right now. You give me $10. I'll mail it to the company and I'll put it on my card. $10. Let's see what happens. Maybe, you know, actually, maybe I'm going to start asking for the manager. 
you know, would you like to donate? I was like, you know, can I speak to the manager? And, you know, meanwhile, people are piling up in the back. And I'll be like, you know what? I'll match whatever you give right now. <laughs> Here, you can buy my banana for me. And then tack on to that, you know, 50, 60 bucks. I'll match it. He'll say, oh, great. I got a Ken here. A <laughs> Ken. No, no, Ken's wouldn't donate at all. I'm, I'm willing to match whatever the manager. Maybe we can get the regional manager on the phone. <laughs> I doubt that. Is that something that happens in Asia? Would you, the, would you like to donate? You're at like the, the local food truck. No. <laughs> would you like to give your dong to uh, children's leukemia? No, no. I mean, so the, they have they have uh, organizations like uh, like uh, uh, I'm not. I don't want to name them because I've want to. I want to mention that I've gone to them uh, to deliver a donation from an event, and you could just see like the the guy in charge's car car was <laughs> really nice. And you're like, and you're like uh, are, we sh- are we sure we want to drop this donation? Let me. Here's a here's a great story. So I used to, I've, I've traveled to Haiti about 14 times, and uh, one of my trips, you know, so Americans feel, um, you know, we're going to go save Haiti, right? The, the poorest place on earth, you know, ravaged by hurricanes and and um, and earthquakes. And, and we're going to go down. We're going to save them in our little ten-day, you, know, you know, Christian missionary trip. Um, but uh, at one point, I ended up with a group going to you know this orphanage and outside of uh, Port-au-Prince, and you know it was bustling with children and whatnot. And you know, oh, of course, we're going to build a little uh, schoolhouse next to the big schoolhouse, and then probably like I guess that's the detention center. Who knows what we built? And then we all went back to the United States, feeling good that we'd saved the Haitians. Well. <clears throat> One summer, I traveled there all by myself. Um, I was 18, traveled all over the country. And I happened to, I was like, I got to go visit the orphanage. <laughs> I came to learn that this is a pretty common thing. I get to the, the, the little city and, and I go to the, the facility, totally empty. <laughs> not, not one child there. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? I went up to a local, I could speak Creole. I was like, where, where did all the children go? He was like, oh, ha, 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 ha. when the missionaries come, they, <laughs> the guy who runs his place pays each kid like a dollar to stay there for a week. <laughs> the place is packed with kids, kind of on some like sort of like summer camp. <laughs> oh, and when the missionaries God. leave, all the kids go home. <laughs> Brilliant. I came to learn like this is a pretty common scheme. So all of these Americans traveling to save Haiti are basically supporting like neighborhood neighborhood summer camps. But you know, every kid has to act like they're an orphan. You know, that's like the deal. It's like acting camp. Oh, <laughs> you know, if one of the blancs one of the blancs comes up to you, act really sad, <laughs> act hungry, pat your tummy. <laughs> so I visited some a- actual orphanages here. And uh, when I first, there were a, a ton of babies in there and it was like really silent. So my initial impression was like, oh, wow, they might, they do such a great job here. All of these babies are so quiet or whatever. And then like, I looked it up when I got home later 
And it turns out like a baby is stops crying if it's used to not being picked up. So no one's picking up these babies when they cry. So there's just no crying anymore. So what you really have are like future sociopaths coming out of yeah. a unmanned uh, orphanage, you know, basically or a- the future leaders of Southeast Asia. What do they do? Stand up for the cribs and go, "You're crying. You're... There's no crying in orphanages." I'm crying in orphanages? <laughs> no, no. I oh mean, the kid, the kid cries, but is used to not being picked up, and then stops. Crying. No, I know. I was no, making but, which a is, league uh, of their own joke. Okay. Either, you know either that or was a you know either that or was a deaf mute or gro- you two grow up. Okay, we don't make jokes about everything. Just grow up. I'm okay, sorry. Captain, have we met, hey, Captain Jack? <laughs> I like you the eyeliner. So about my immature. Nice touch. I like the eyeliner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> kind of got the Captain Jack thing going today. I like it. What are you talking? about? All right, who's next? I'm gonna got something for the uh, napkin. The hate, sleep deprivation. Holy shit! <laughs> All right, this should be its own episode. It should be. Holy it shit. should be. Uh, you know, when when you get to be my age, um, insomnia is kind of a thing that that is cyclical, and then. You know, the family dog dies and you get your son a new puppy and you find out that this little monster is like 30 minutes of terrorism and then 90 minutes to sleep it off. And it's a cycle that runs and, and it's that 30 minutes of terrorism that happens at about 1.30 in the morning. So then you're fully awake, you take them out to pee you play with them for a little bit. They finally get a little tired. You go back to bed. Takes about another thirty minutes to get to sleep. Is this masturbation or uh, really? It just sounds like hanging out with Eric. It's like it's it's it, it sounds exactly like hanging out with Eric. And then at four thirty in the morning, it starts again, yep, and you just calls. get to sleep. Definitely masturbation. And then the alarm goes off, and you go to work. Oh my god. Masturbation. No, I actually I, I couldn't agree more. If, if there's listen, I think this is probably worse than uh cancer babies and webinar is insomnia. I, I suffer from actually chronic insomnia. I have a, a condition called cataplexy, which in addition to insomnia includes waking nightmares. So if you've noticed in the past, I don't know, fifty-three episodes that I'm not quite myself. Um, like at the beginning of May, which is why partly we took a couple of weeks off, I went ten of twelve days without sleeping at all. Not any sleep. You begin to lose sense of who you are. Um, you know, you, you can't have a cogent conversation. It's like you're in seventh grade again. I have an idea. Maybe people should go back and watch all the episodes and guess which ones were your waking nightmares. And we'll give a prize to the to the person who gets like it. that. We'll give, we'll give a prize. You can have the rest of my BLT. <laughs> it's got to be better than that if they're going to sit through all those. I'll make you a fresh BLT and mail it to you. What's amazing is that you just put me to sleep with that story. Oh. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. And because of insomnia, I lost my job. Yeah. Thank you, Richmond Library. Fuck you. But that's for a different episode. 
<laughs> There's how about this for the hate napkin? When you're on FMLA and disability leave and your company fires you. Which I did not know was legal. Only in South Carolina could the progress most progressive employer in this state act so cruelly. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by THN Unemployment. Cutting checks for those who need them every once in a while. And we're absolutely forced to do so. <laughs> and THN bitters when you need to make a non-alcoholic morning beverage. THN bitters. <laughs> yeah, but okay. Fuck you, Richmond Library. Okay, next. Anybody else? Holly, what do you hate? Oh, I had a couple things. Oh, I think it was pity parties was one. But hang on, <laughs> yeah, we covered we covered those already. Apparently, um, <laughs> no, I don't think you made sufficient fun of everybody. <laughs> um, let's go with. There's only four minutes. Let's go with raised by an iPad. Ooh. Children being raised by iPads. You see them out at cafes. Uh, oh, I think you were raised by an iPad. What? Raised were by raised? an iPad? We still had rotary dial when I was born. <laughs> were you just getting your non-alcoholic beverage? What, did, what just happened? No, uh, a major appliance has fallen over in the house. I can either uh, go get it or let the liquids, you know, and whatever, hydraulics. These of. things never happen when you're talking. It's always when one of us are talking. Well, I'm so sorry. My refrigerator fell over. What is a person's Can I go take care of it for a second? Yes, by all means. We'll talk amongst ourselves. Okay. Here's what I hate. When people's refrigerators fall over, <laughs> when, when they ask you for something, they say, oh, what do you have? And then they walk away. You know, I hate pity parties. <laughs> Don't you just hate it when things come back to bite you in the ass in about 45 seconds? Pity, <laughs> pity parties. All right. So uh, we hate people who walk away to fix their appliances after their elderly <laughs> parent falls over, but rushes and I rushed back. I mean, she's sitting there with a you know displaced hip. That's okay. She can wait till intermission. <laughs> she probably broke both hips. She's sitting there wailing in the background. Can't you hear? Well, going around, all right. If, you, if you hate things, send it to info at the hate That's info at the hate 